Journal Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight, brought to you by the Journal Deck, where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self-care and personal growth, coming at you late spring 2017. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today we have Vanessa Cecchio. Vanessa is a fitness gypsy, love that term, fueled by caffeine and her love of pit bulls. She has two really adorable puppies, Nola and Frankie. She runs a personal training business out of Hoboken, New Jersey, where she also teaches classes all over the city. And I just want to add in here, I think Vanessa might have understated herself a little bit. So I personally know her uh, as a client and as a friend, and I really just want to like brag about her for a moment before I like turn it over to her. So she was actually just voted as the number one personal trainer by the Hoboken Girl blog, which is kind of a big deal if you know about that blog and you're from that area. And she's honestly just like this perfect, badass blend of a little bit hippie with a little bit girl bossy. And yet she's really tough and she's strong, but she's also a very compassionate, beautiful woman, like inside and out. And I really just had to say that. So welcome, Vanessa, and thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Well, thank you for that introduction. You're so welcome. I just wanted to add that in. I figured uh, that was unexpected. That wasn't necessarily what you gave me, but... (laughs) Oh, full of surprises already. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know that I love you. Yes. Yes. It's mutual. The feeling's very mutual. You really are like this like badass blend of so many things. Like you're like the secret woo-woo and yet you're like so tough and like, guys, she's in such good shape. Like she makes us all <laughs> need to like, we're like, I need to go to the gym like right now and do burpees and squats. Like stat. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I think of myself as a product of my environment, but also just everything, like, since I was little, it's, it's funny, I still have the same characteristics as I did when I was little, and the people that were in my life when I was little, and seeing it now that I'm older, um, the hippie part of me, I guess, and I guess you could say it, like, surprises people when you have a conversation with me, and they don't see just a full-blown meathead they're like wow you actually Mm -hmm. have something else other than just like gym Mm -hmm. in your your mind I know you that's what I mean like I it's it's a very interesting combination but it so works and you're totally not like a quote-unquote meathead like that's not you like you you're just like this cool-ass blend and I love it yeah you're so much more you're so much more dynamic I guess is what it is. Yes, of course. So, obviously, the reason that I brought you on here today is because the journal deck, which is this new product that I have created, which is in the process of, you know, being made and will come out soon, and I'm so excited, is really at the root of this product, I believe, um, in my mind at least, as the creator of it, is self care. That that is, you know, journaling is really a part of self care and taking care of yourself and having deep self love and learning to love yourself and all that good stuff. And I really know that this is something that is passion- that you're passionate about as well. And obviously you're very into health and fitness and wellness and all of that. But then you do have this other side to you as we were just talking about where 
You know, it's not just about going to the gym or eating right, right? I mean, there's other ways that you can be practicing good health and wellness and self-care. And a part of that is, I know we both agree, is journaling. So with that... Yeah, so with that being said, um, this interview, the self-care spotlight, I knew that you would be perfect for it. So just going to go through a couple of quick questions here that you answer, however comes out naturally, and we'll just flow with this. So let's just jump right in. Cool? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Up first, I'd love to know what does self-care mean to you? Um, self-care means putting yourself first, um, to be honest. And it sounds selfish when you first hear it, but Mm -hmm. it's something that's so important because if you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of other people. Um, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, or anything like you have to be in a good Mm -hmm. space to be able to take care of other people. And Being in the fitness and wellness industry, it has taught me so much about self-care because my job is to take care of other people and to make (laughs) other people feel good and become the best selves. But I always try to tell my clients, like, you need to take care of you as well. Like, working out is one step, but it means, you know, walking away from your desk for 15 minutes, um taking 10 minutes out of your day like away from your kids if you can um and everyone has a different definition of self-care but to me it's really just putting yourself first in an unselfish way so you can help others Mm. do the same yeah right that does that quote that everyone it's like a viral quote at this point but it's so true self-care isn't selfish yeah it's it's so true yeah, and it gets such a bad rap that it that it, I guess just because the word self is in it, like I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you. I think it's because self is in there that people just automatically think it's it's selfish, right? And but it's like not. the furthest thing from the truth, right? Because there's a difference between being selfish and taking care of yourself. And when you really learn how to take care of yourself, you realize that difference, right? Absolutely, it's like. Like you said, it, it's the furthest, I can't talk today, furthest thing from being selfish because you're really going to be able to give more. Right, absolutely. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to bring anyone else any positivity. Right. You're not going to show up like to the fullest capacity because right. you're like, my cup is not full. Like, mm-hmm. I am giving from an empty cup, I am depleted. Which is like that funny paradox that, you know, and yet it gets like such a bad rap for being like, you know, why are you so obsessed with going to, you know, you have to get to your class, you have to get to the gym, or why do you do that meditation thing, and like, do you really need to do that right now, or, and you know, no, like I do, I actually really do need to do all of those things to keep me sane. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Yes, I love that. So self-care is about putting yourself first. Love it. Okay, so how has your relationship with self-care evolved or changed? Uh, So much. I mean, when I first started this journey of starting my own business, I was all about just like grind, 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 hustle, 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 do anything that it takes 
to be successful and like don't get me wrong if there's anyone listening that is just starting out in the fitness industry like you need you need to do that but it evolved over the time where I actually realized it was okay to take time out for myself and it was okay to have one day off um, mm. like give myself a set day off it's okay to take an hour out of the day and just sit down like you know, I have mornings where I'm literally on my feet training clients from 6 a.m. until 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I consider self-care that when I get home at 12.30, I can just sit on the couch for 15 minutes or just, like, lay on the floor and let my dogs jump all over me. Like, that's my <laughs> self-care. So it's evolved from me feeling like I'm selfish if I'm not working Mm -hmm. every minute of the day to being able to step back and take those 15 minutes, take that half an hour, take that time to just kind of chill out and detox from everything that I just did. Right. So really it's like the self-care changed in that it wasn't very present pretty much before. Right. No, it it wasn't at all. And, you know, after my first burnout, I realized how important it was to give yourself some time off. Otherwise, you're just going to continue to burn out, which is never a good feeling. So what was your first burnout? I don't remember specifically. I just know that I hit a point where I was just exhausted and I was like starting to resent what I was doing. And when you resent what you love, when you start to resent what you love or you start to like be annoyed with what you love, that's when you know you need to take a step back. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Now, every three or four months, I know I'm going to have to give myself, whether it's like a long weekend away or um, just take a day off, I allow myself to do that as part of of my self-care because, you know, we, both of us are in industries where we're just, where we work with people all the time and we work at the convenience of other people Mm -hmm. and... I love my job. I wouldn't trade it for anything. But when you work at the convenience of other people, sometimes it's inconvenient for you. So you have to, you know, sometimes say no and take that step back and go away for a weekend, whether it's an hour away or like fly away for a weekend or something. Right. Um, so it's it's definitely evolved. It's gone from not there at all to I have a pretty good handle on it when I can. Mm-hmm. So it really, honestly, it sounds like it just became about boundaries. Yeah, yes, that's the perfect way to put it. Boundaries, yeah, boundaries, saying no. Like the holy art of saying no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying no in order to say yes to things that you really actually want in your life. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I created this whole mentorship that, of course, you know about, but there's a whole <laughs> section on it that's all about saying no and being okay with saying no, and how saying no isn't always a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It can actually be a positive thing sometimes. You just need to know when to say it, how to say it, and when it's going to help you out. Absolutely. If, if you can't say no, it's like you, that burnout you're referring to happens super quick. <laughs> super super quick yes love it absolutely I think I always say it's not like hustle and grind it's like hustle and shine yeah (laughs) that's my dorky that sounds really dorky (laughs) but that's what I say like yeah because I I really sort of loathe 
the term hustle and grind. I really don't care for it. I think it's, like, so harsh sounding. And maybe that's just, like, the, the the feminine softer side in me. But I'm like, oh, no. Like, it's not hustle and grind. Like, I would rather hustle and shine and really feel like I'm hustling. But I'm hustling with a lot of heart. Right. Yes. I think, I think the word hustle gets tossed around way too easily. And, you know, some people's definition of hustle is not the, the way it should be seen. Um uh, I can't personally say I hate the word hustle. I actually like it. But no, I love the word hustle. It differently it, it's than like, I think a lot of people do. Yeah, it's like the grind part that yeah. gets me. Like, it, hustling out, heck yes. Like, I'm like, literally, hustle with heart is like, I, that's like, that's like a hashtag. It has to yeah. be. Um, but the grind. I'm just so not about the grind. And I know that you, you like, feel like, I know you feel the same. You know, yeah, even though you're the so only busy. The grind I like is my coffee. I like <laughs> my coffee grind, that's it. Yes. Oh, drop the mic right there. That was yeah. perfect. <clears throat> I loved it. I coffee of the day. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Okay. Oh, I love you. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, so this is a fun question. Describe your ideal self-care day. Oh, oh if I had a full day of self-care. Yes. Ooh, first thing I would do is literally brew myself a pot of coffee and probably just, like, chug the whole thing. <laughs> um, I would wake up slowly. I have a, a habit of in the mornings I have to be up so early. I get up pretty quickly. I don't really take my time, which is okay. I'm okay with that because I'm one of those people that if I put the snooze button on, I'll never get out of bed. So mm-hmm. alarm goes up, I'm out. Um, if it was my full months, like if I had a day to just completely self-care, I'd, I'd wake up slowly. I would definitely have some coffee in bed. Um, I'd read, I like to read books that have nothing to do with anything that are just mindless reads. I don't like to read books that are inspirational or educational before bed. Cause I feel like the mindless time you need that right before you go to bed. So that would be the same thing. Like, I'd wake up, I'd, I'd read a little bit of a mindless book. I'd probably do a little journaling and set my intentions for the, the day or the week, whatever I was feeling. Um, and I would definitely get up. I'd spend all the time I could with my dogs. If it was nice out. In my ideal self-care day, it's like a beautiful day outside. So Of course. I'd take the dogs to the park, walk around with them. Um, do a workout on my own. Do a workout where I'm not I'm not stacking it between like a client and teaching a class. I would be able right. to go to the gym when I want, leave when I want, come home, um, cook dinner, have a glass of wine with dinner because I really enjoy cooking and the t- taking the time to do that. And then I would shut off. And by shutting off, which I try to make a habit of it every night is um to once again like spend more time with my dogs finish that glass of wine read kind of just chill out and not have to think about anything um right also like part of an ideal self-care day is i wouldn't have to be on my phone i I was just going to say that because you just took a break from social media yeah, and it was phenomenal. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I didn't run a business off of social media, I don't know if I would go back. Um, it was a really, like, cleansing week for me, and it, it opened my eyes to a lot. But 
I, I do. I run a business off of social media, and there are a lot of parts of it that I enjoy, but there's also a lot of things that I realize I'm not as attached to it as I thought I was or dependent as I thought I was. So it would really be if I could have a day like off my phone at all as part of a self-care day, that would be absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just kind of having a day to me and having a day to take my time to do things and not a hustle, yes. not a here, there, back there in an hour type of day would right. be like the ideal thing for me. I love that you pointed out this is something that I think is a valid point, which is like before bed, if you're going to be reading, um, that sometimes while self-help books like can be amazing and I could literally list off like a list of books that I love. I literally run a local book club that is all around self-help books. So uh-huh. like I love them. But I agree with you that sometimes right before bed, you're like, oh, I almost don't want to read this because I want to take notes or like I want to highlight things and be active with the book because it's like a help a helpful book. Does that make sense? Absolutely, because your mind is still working. Even though you're like in bed chilling, your mind is still working. Yeah. So by reading a mindless book, your mind doesn't, have to have to really think I actually just read um, a memoir by Kat Marnell who was a really like big wig beauty editor and she had this crazy life she was like I don't know I like to read very weird strange dark memoirs um she was a drug addict like her whole career and she was just this successful young woman but her memoir was amazing and I would like part of my self care for the past two weeks, that I was reading this book was like to just chill out and read it. She was so, it was so entertaining. It was mindless, but yet she was such a good writer because that's what she did. And just reading books like that, um, where you don't have to think about it, I feel like it, it helps shut my mind off so much easier. Yeah, at night than anything else. Sure, that makes total sense. I've, yeah. I think I've been feeling that a little um I think I've been getting slightly overwhelmed with I have this list of self-help books that I want to get to and a part of me is like being pulled to actually like a really good fictional story I'm like maybe I'm just gonna read a fiction book like I'm gonna be wild and crazy here (laughs) you totally should just think about it like you work all day especially now with when you're creating this awesome content for this project, your mind is constantly going. So by the end of the day, your mind is probably just like, please just Done. shut up. Just let me not think. <laughs> Done. Moving on. Oh, Go to bed. Leave me alone, lady. <laughs> yes. Put the highlighter down. Yeah. Yes. I love that. That's a really good, really good little point there. So that kind of actually rolls us into this next question, um, which is what are three of your favorite self-care practices, rituals, or tips? Three of my favorite. Well, I I love to write. I've always been a writer. Um, so I love to, I really like to journal. One of my favorite things is in the beginning of every week, whether it's Monday or Tuesday or kind of whenever I get the chance, um, I will write in my intentions journal um I'll pull out of my tarot deck I'll pull my three 
um, past, present, and future, and I'll do that in the beginning of the week and just kind of, like, set the tone, have that set the tone for the week, um, and write down all my intentions for the week and what I want to do, and if I'm feeling, whether I'm feeling shitty or I'm feeling really happy, just, like, write everything down, um, so that's definitely one of them. Another one I have, which... I started at the beginning of the year. I have my many moons journal that is written by modern women that I absolutely love. So every, whenever the moon changes, um, I'll read whatever date correlates to that and write in that same thing. If I have certain intentions I want to write down, um, that's usually my bedtime activity. Like I, Thursday nights are my nights alone with just myself and my dogs and those are kind of like don't tell Alex my favorite nights that (laughs) I just cuddle up by myself and get everything else from get everything out from the long week um and my third self-care is I don't just like doing random things for me like nothing planned like say if I had an extra hour just like walking through Hoboken, taking those extra 10 minutes and like just plugging in my headphones, listening to something that I'm really feeling, um, some type of music and just kind of walking around, taking that, that extra time. Um, I don't have a lot of extra time in the days. If I do, I'm usually like pulling a 20 minute nap and getting up and going again. But if I have that extra time, I like to take advantage of it and just kind of chill and I can honestly say that's like probably one of my most favorite self-care rituals that I am still getting used to doing Mm -hmm. sometimes if I have those extra 10 minutes like I was saying before I'll feel like I have to be doing something but once I actually sit down and I'm like all right to take these like chill out don't don't do anything for the next 10 minutes we constantly are trying to fill the space yes yes and it's very hard to break that cycle. I've gotten better at it, but it still takes, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel you, sister. Like, even when it's, you have, like you said, 10 minutes, you have that urge to like, I'm going to get on my phone instead of just sit here with my dog on the couch and just yeah. snuggle. Like, I get done in 10 minutes and it should be, let me just relax for 10 minutes rather than what can I get done in these 10 minutes? Mm, yes always trying to fill that 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 void of, in space and it's just maybe that it just needs filled with nothing <laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with nothingness sometimes oh there's nothing wrong with nothingness I like that perfect and I did not guys I did not by the way um like in any way shape or form tell her that she had to say that she journals and she pulls cards <laughs> That's just why she's on this, like, you know, episode. That's why I knew that she would get these, you know, cards. She would understand the journal deck because it's a part of, like, her world. Just like if you're listening to this, it's probably a part of yours or you would like it to be a part of yours. So, um, yeah, we just are soul sisters in that way. Okay, so this is the last question before we kind of go into some fun rapid fire questions. And well, this itself is actually sort of a rapid fire, but if you had to describe self-care in one word or feeling, what would it be? Oh, hmm. 
I don't know how to make this into one word. If I say self-care, you say... Relaxation. To be honest. There you go. Relaxation. Relaxation. I love it. Mine, I think mine is nourishment. I was gonna say that, but I... (laughs) I was like, "Hmm, nourishment, but relaxation is, is nourishing, so... Relaxation. Good old R&R. Perfect. Okay, so now that you've answered those questions, let's just do some really fun questions um, just because I think they'll be fun. So rapid fire, just first response. All right, let's go. My favorite form of self-care movement or exercise is? Squatting. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I love to squat. People think I'm crazy, but I love to squat. That's why your booty looks the way it does. Yes, I have to admit that's, you know, a big part of it. (laughs) Yeah. See, mine is just because I have the classic yoga butt. Uh Uh-huh. And I know, I've heard this is a thing, and um, my partner, he's informed me that it's definitely a thing because he assures (laughs) me that my butt doesn't look like it used to look. And he's like, this is definitely a real thing. Like, a yoga butt is real. And just like squatting, you are going to get a better butt. Yeah, so so what's a yoga butt? You're going to have to explain this to me because I've never heard of it before. Really? Okay, so like a yoga bum. Like a yoga bum. Uh-huh. Literally, I just saw someone, um, one of my friends on Instagram, she just made a a challenge with other girlfriends. They're doing like a yoga bomb challenge. Like this is a thing, Vanessa. All right, I'm going to have to find the hashtag. (laughs) So it's basically that your butt is really like – high and like tight and perfectly like this little round very round because you are constantly doing like lunges and like malasana or aka buddha squat so basically because you're doing a lot of those movements like squat type movements or goddess pose which is basically a deep wide squat or you're doing all these lunges like crescent lunge and low lunge and all that fun stuff you get a yoga bum Sounds like a good bum to me. So, yeah, it's, like, the same exact premise as squatting. We just, like, yeah, because of... I was of, just going to say, it's, like, the same, that's why... You yeah, take, it's the movements. Reason. The movements of yoga are, you know, if you do them consistently, like, you're a diehard yogi, um, you get a yoga bum, eventually, yes. is the, the theory. So... It's a, it's a good bum to have. Yeah, that's what, you know, that's what my, my partner tells me, so... He assures me. He assures me it looks different. I'm like, okay, cool. That's great. That's a good man right there. <laughs> okay. Bath or shower? Shower. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Favorite podcast? Um, there's a podcast called Heads and Tails by actually, um, it's a friend of mine. He does it. He, his name is Kevin Som, and he is a, a concussion survivor. Um, he actually was, like, on the verge of death from getting a concussion in football when he was younger. Um, and he started this podcast, like, two years ago. And it's just – it's spreading awareness to – it's stories from other athletes who have – whether they've, like, beaten crazy odds or had concussions or, you know, just went through some type of struggle. And it's – pretty well-known athletes on this podcast and he has them just talk and it's it brings awareness to 
you know, how you need to listen to your body and what your body is capable of. Um, and he's super inspirational. He's an awesome guy. It's, yeah, like I said, it's called Heads and Tails, and the creator is Kevin Som. And uh, you can find him on Instagram. You can find him on, I think his podcasts are on iTunes, but that's definitely my favorite one to listen to. They're super inspirational. Cool. I've never heard of that. That's right up yeah. your alley, though. Heads, yeah. heads and tails? Yeah, heads and tails. Cool. There's so many podcasts out there, so I love to hear, like, who loves what. Okay, heads yeah. and tails, guys. Heads and tails. And the tails is T-A-L-E-S. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like, yeah. Oh, I love that. How smart. He's so creative. <laughs> I love that. That plan words is awesomeness. I am such a sucker for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Milk chocolate. I'm so conflicted with that, but I think I'm dark. Oh. I think I'm dark chocolate. But, like, I used to be milk chocolate, and somewhere I converted. But, mm. anywho. Beer or wine? Wine. I'm Italian. Come on. Oh. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Cook or go out? Can I say that it depends on the mood? That's valid. Yeah, like it definitely depends on the mood. Okay. And lastly, your dream vacation spot. Oh. It's so hard because there's so many places that I want to go. But like dream vacation to me, dream vacation is kind of just chilling and not doing anything. Um, I would have to say right now. I would love to go to the Santorini Islands. Mmm. Yes. Yeah, that's just like in my, that's self-care right there, relaxation. (laughs) Like times a thousand. Yeah. Santorini. Oh, I've heard amazing things about that. Yes, yes, yes. All that white and blue. Mm -hmm. So calming. Love it. Okay, cool. So, Vanessa. Go ahead and tell us where we can find you. I'm definitely going to tag you um, on my on the on my on the Instagram page um, for at the journal deck on Instagram. I will tag her. She's um, well. I'll let her tell you where can we find you, Vanessa. You can find me on Instagram um, at bachata and barbells. Bachata is B A C H A T A A N D B A R B. LLS. Um, you can find me on my website, which is www.bachataandbarbells.com. Um, that's also where my blog is hosted. Um, if you're ever in Hoboken, you can find me teaching classes at Intrepid Gym or Work It Out Fitness Studio or probably running around town with both of my dogs. And a cup of coffee. And a cup of coffee. Juggling two pit bulls and a cup of coffee. It's a, it's a matter. <laughs> And they're the sweetest pit bulls ever. They are. They are. Literally, Frankie just sat on my lap and snored the whole time that I did this podcast. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I will definitely tag Bachata and Barbells, guys. So look for her whenever I post this. Um, Again, our Instagram is at the journal deck. So just look out for Vanessa's tag. And I would definitely follow her. She has just some awesome photos, and she's just super inspiring and 
makes you want to go to the gym, like I said, and she's just got these awesome blog posts. So definitely look out for that when we tag her. And that is a wrap. So Vanessa, thank you so very much for coming on. And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by The Journal Deck, which is coming to you guys this spring via Kickstarters. I am so excited about that. Like, get excited. So freaking pumped. And be sure to join the private Facebook group. It's called Journals and Journeys where I'll be hosting special challenges coming up here soon and there'll be special bonuses. And it's really a place where we can count down together until the product release. So again, that's on Facebook. It's a private group, Journals and Journeys, brought to you by The Journal Deck. And with that, I am Alyssa Cousins, the creator of The Journal Deck, signing off. by Lee Rosevere.